Hello and welcome back to the Lilith Petcast and today we're going to be talking about the episode Galebreak. <clears throat> so it starts off with Blythe walking Zoe while rattling off the things she got off the shopping list. Now at this point it's where we learn that Mrs. Twombly collects doorknobs. That is important for the future but for now it's not brought up. Other than the fact that Blythe bought our knobs. So Zoe mentions her sister Gail and how she's coming to the Lilith's pet shop. But right then, they are walking past the largest ever pet shop. Which, I, I don't know, I guess it's because it's in a good location for walking. Or it's like a shortcut. I don't know, I wouldn't walk past it if I was working at Lilith's pet shop. But whatever. But... Zoe sees Gale inside and freaks out because Gale is supposed to be at the littlest pet shop, but she's at the largest ever pet shop, and it's horrible, because the largest ever pet shop is horrible. So, um, Blythe asks if she's sure that's Gale, and... Uh, Zoe points to the collar as saying, yes, that's Gale, because no one but Gale could pull that off. So anyway, uh, they also take note of the robot security guard that is in the largest ever pet shop. But uh, Blythe is not concerned, and goes in to try to negotiate with the Biscuits about Gale's release, which is kind of dumb because not too long ago they tried to dump kitty litter and pudding on you. So I don't I don't think you're gonna be good friends after that. So um as they're walking the biscuits appear in front of Blythe and then just make her mad by teasing her a bit. But then, like, Blythe continues forward uh, to while explaining the situation about Gale. But then the biscuits appear in front of her again? Which, at this point, makes me question if they're not part Nightcrawler or some other teleporting mutant. I don't know, Blythe can talk to animals. Like, maybe they're just part Nightcrawler and can teleport. I am not opposed to this world being part of the X-Men universe. But, okay, maybe just a little bit, because this isn't as good, but... It's still a neat idea. Anyway, so so the Biscuits introduced the security robot as Monbad. And then uh, they ban Blythe from the store. As Monbad is kicking her out, Monbad makes a note that the ban expires in two weeks. So back at the Littlest Pet Shop, Blythe is going on about how she can't believe she's been banned from the store. Which... I can. They hate you. I don't get why you think that you wouldn't have been banned. But anyway, 
after explaining the situation further, Zoe becomes more dramatic about her sister and just like faints and pretends to faint again or whatever being just she's just being dramatic so anyway uh before she gets too dramatic the rest of the pets pull out a stereo to play zoe's weakness which is a song called dance like you know you can it's a it's a pretty catchy song i can see why zoe likes it but um i don't know i wouldn't exactly call it like a song of the show it kind of is but kind of is it's i feel like it's more part of the mise-en-scene rather than like a direct cut to a song although i guess some of the other songs are kind of like that but and this feels more like it's part of the mise-en-scene rather than uh the the actual song so uh, they are determined to break Gale out after calming Zoe's down. So Russell comes up with a plan that is illustrated in like, I guess the catch me if you can style, but with a red background. And uh, basically like they go through the plan where Pepper sprays to get the lasers out while Vinny jumps through the lasers, turn off the lasers, and then Penny Ling wraps the robot with her ribbons, and then Sunil uses his honest-to-God mind-control ability. I I cannot believe that, you know, no, this is, this is making more and more sense that this takes place in the, in the X-Men universe. Where, like, so a girl can talk to animals, two girls can teleport, and a freaking mongoose has the ability of mind control. This is just too freaky-deaky otherwise. <laughs> so anyway, uh, then Minka uses her t tail as a key to break into the um, pet place where they hold the pets and then Zoe sings to break the plexiglass which Russell said earlier is about as thick as one you'd find at a hockey rink so I don't know how much singing goes through it but everyone seems to go for it and the plan is in motion so they arrive at the largest ever pet shop wearing like the stealth suits like I don't know like a black turtleneck a black hat a black belt but they don't have the headphones and they could only find one pair of headphones which is like this like brownish pink one so they decide not to use it initially so uh when Pepper and Vinny go in Pepper sprays everywhere but there are no laser beams because the store is still open and there are no security lasers while the store is open I don't know if there would be security beams if it were closed but 
Maybe. So, uh, through the commotion of the smoke, Vinny is just blinded by the smoke or skunk vapor, whatever you want to call it. And they get captured by Monbad. So, um, with this, Russell decides to enact Plan B, which is like the same plan but without the need for the laser beams and also freeing Pepper and Vinny. But Minka is too excited and just goes in and freaks out a bit. Meanwhile, in the security room, the Biscuit Twins are texting from a few feet away for shame! But then they notice Minka on the security cameras. And uh, while Pepper and Vinny are excited for Minka to make it, there's this sad tiger who says that Minka won't make it because nobody ever makes it. And lo and behold, Minka gets captured. So Russell comes up with Plan C, which is basically just a complex map and a complex set of words. Uh, while Blythe says she has an easier idea, where she walks in, distracts Monbad, while Zoe makes a beeline for her friends and Gale, only to hit the glass. And the sad tiger makes another comment about how no one ever escapes. So, uh, through the speakers, Dance Like You Know You Can comes on, and because that's Zoe's kryptonite, she dances like she knows she can and gets captured because of it. And then after Blythe gets found out, uh, she gets double banned from the store. And like Whitney asks Brittany, guess who's been double banned? And then Whitney and, and then Brittany actually answers like, uh, Blythe? And yeah, that's just, yeah. So anyway, after all of this, Monbad needs to recharge. And the Biscuits have a dialogue about how uh, Monbad needs to go green. But because he's electric, he's already green. But then he needs to go a different color because he needs to recharge. And they don't want him to recharge or they just want him out and about all the time so at this point penny ling tries to sneak in with rabid but gets tied up and falls and then tied to like a bunch of stuff and the biscuits unplug monbad from the charge because he's almost uncharging at this point as well and penny ling gets captured so at this point, Russell's freaking out and begins to enact Plan L. Because, I don't know, he's been making so many plans and this is the one he came up with for the latest one. I don't know, he was torn between calling this Plan L and Plan K. And it just doesn't work as well because plan L requires Penny Ling but Penny Ling has just been captured so 
Russell goes on about how he should have listened to the voice in his head about what to call it, but that gives Blythe an idea. And in this idea, Sunil is the linchpin where he has to use his hypnosis power to hypnotize the biscuits. Uh, hypnotize, mind control, something like that. I don't know. But then, once that's done, he has to put the headphones on Monbad, and then uh, Blythe impersonates the biscuits to control Monbad. But Sunil is cowardly, and it shows because he doesn't even want to go through the door after he's struck by a leaf that's falling gently and freaks out. But after seeing this image, I have to know, how do pets activate the sliding door sensor? Is it... Does it just work on, like, the Simpsons rule where you just have to have a soul and it opens? Because, like, in Toy Story 2, like, they needed something to weigh down the store to get into Al's toy barn but apparently they just need to have souls in order to get in so anyway uh, after Sunil and Blythe discuss about Sunil's cowardice Russell notifies Blythe that there's one thing that makes him strong and so, uh, Blythe tells Sunil to just imagine everything in the store is a cobra. Because Sunil hates cobras. And once he sees that, he goes on a rampage through the store that looks like some well-choreographed, uh, martial arts fight in Sunil's mind. While, in reality, it just looks like a blue or turquoise mongoose freaking out. So after that, the biscuits come up and Sunil actually hypnotizes the biscuits and then puts the puts the headphones on Monbad and then Blythe impersonates the biscuits and they break everyone else out. And Everyone is walking away or running away, but then uh, the biscuit's dad comes in and picks up the sad tiger, and the sad tiger is captured again, not being able to be freed. So um, after they get back to the littlest pet shop, uh, everyone congratulates Sunil for how brave he's been. And uh, Sunil's like, yeah, well, I just had to do it. Then another leaf falls on him. Then he freaks out again. And then uh, Zoe asks Gail how she's doing. But uh, it turns out that's actually not Gail. Oops. Yep. Oh, oh, I can't handle this. This is just dumb. If it sounds like I've been bored throughout this whole episode, it's because I have been. This is just kind of boring, and it just leads to this nothing plot twist that means nothing. The actual dog's name is Tootsie, 
and uh, and Blythe agrees to call Tootsie's owner to tell them to come pick him up. And then once they get back into the play area of Littlest Pet Shop, Gail's there. Actually Gail. And uh, Zoe's like, oh, you won't believe what happened. And then Gail informs us that uh, she mistakes other dogs for Gail all the time. And the episode ends with just a dance montage to dance like you know you can. So yeah, like I said, this is just kind of a boring episode. But... I don't know, it's one I have to get through to get through to the good stuff. And believe me, there's a lot of good stuff. The The next one is actually pretty good, if I recall correctly. But, um, yeah, this one's just not great. I don't know. It's It's not my least favorite. It might be when I get back to the one I think is my least favorite because you never know in these circumstances. But, eh, I don't know. This one's just uninteresting. So that is it for this episode of Little's Petcast. Tune in next time where we go over the next episode, Penny for Your Laughs. Thanks for listening.